Hit that record button. Yeah. Welcome back to the Watchlist with Patty and Sick Bill. Make sure you log on to thewatchlistpod.com and check out our past episodes. You can also engage with us on social media at symbol the watchlist pod, at symbol pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson. And don't forget, most importantly, to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if it's on Apple, give us a nice five star review. We love you and love the algorithm gods. Yes, we do. Especially mm-hmm. before they take over the world and we serve the robot overlords. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, f- I feel like I'm coming down with a cold, like a legitimate cold, even though in this day and age of COVID, <clears throat> I, I'm 99% confident it is a cold because I've had my booster shot. I've had both my COVID shots. I've had my flu shot. So this is probably my body going, fuck you. You've gotten enough <laughs> shots. We're going to get you what I can get you with, which is the common cold. <laughs> Sucker. Mm-hmm. So how are you? I'm okay. I'm doing good. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. All right. I've got to admit, this week I was a little slow. I was a little busy, and then I got a little sick. Mm-hmm. But I've got I've got a couple of things. All right. I got a couple I of things. I got a few things, too. Awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> that was totally embellished for radio. So why don't you start <laughs> us off? All right. So there's a movie that came out this year and it finally hit the the streaming services. It's called Voyagers. I've heard I have heard of these Voyagers. Yeah. Tell me about yeah. please. Well, it stars uh, Ty Sheridan, Lily Rose Depp, and Colin Farrell. Oh. Yes. So in this movie, it's a sci-fi thing. In 2063, astrophysicists... That's a hard word to pronounce. (laughs) Yes. Astrophysicists on a climate change-ravaged Earth, they find a habitable planet and a scouting mission is sent off to check out this planet. It's an 86-year flight. Oh. So that means the grandchildren of the launch crew astronauts would be the ones who would reach the planet. Wow. So to help them cope with this knowledge that their remaining lives will be spent in flight, the original 30 physicists are bred through IVF and they're kept in isolation from the rest of the world in order to ex- to extend um, their time in flight. So... They're launched in this hum- this ship as preteens with one adult senior program commander and he guides them through part of the journey and when they turn 24 they will be allowed to, you know, reproduce, you know, the IVF will be performed on the crew and they'll have more flight crew. crew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wait, so they don't get to pick their mate? No, no, they're not. They so here's the thing. Uh-oh. In the tenth year of their flight, a couple of the guys learn that 
they're being given this chemical in their food to suppress their sex drive and pleasure responses, keeping them all calm and manageable. Well, mm. they stop taking this chemical. Like you do. <laughs> like a teenager would. Yeah. And then shit gets real, real fast. They're their adult gets murdered and oh jeez oh jeez <laughs> <laughs> it turns into like uh, oh it's uh, you know pretty little things meets 90210 meets star trek meets Passengers. Sexy time Star Trek, I guess. Well, the movie <laughs> Passengers of. with well, Chris Pratt and... and uh, well, yeah, but this is all teenagers, is what oh, I'm saying. Oh, well. Okay. Those t- Chris Pratt's Passengers, that was just two of them. Yes, it wasn't but- like a whole crew of teenagers. All the beautiful people, teenagers, fighting and like, because their their emotional responses aren't just sexual. It's like abusive beating violence as well well no but the whole but the concept of this voyage is so long oh yeah there's that yeah that the original people aren't even going to be alive when they finally reach their destination kind of thing right yes so did you like this ultra violent teen shocker no i did not this was terrible (laughs) this was just awful I mean, uh, I mean, you see everything coming. You know what's going to happen. I mean, it's really quite obvious where it's going. Which is okay. why I'm telling you, don't waste your time on Voyagers. It's terrible. And honestly, I don't remember where I found it. Ah, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what service had it on it. It just had it on one of them. Wow. Just mm-hmm. checking the Googles. No, we don't need to because nobody needs to see this. <laughs> well, it says HBO, so I must have found it there. But you don't need to watch it. Okay. Well, well, <laughs> from crap to mediocre. Hey, I found a movie called The Vault. And have I seen The Vault? Tell me about is on, The Vault. It is on Netflix. And it actually takes place at the Bank of Spain, like one of our Ooh. favorite TV series, La Casa de Papel, Ooh. a.k.a. Money Heist. So it is about a group of people led by Freddie Highmore and a uh, dude from uh, uh, Game of Thrones, Liam Cunningham. I have seen this. And they and they conspire to rob the Bank of Spain because supposedly the Bank of Spain will will lead them to the world's most prolific pirate treasure ever. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, that is, yes. And yes. while I'm watching this, I'm going, wait a minute. That bank doesn't look quite like the bank in, in money. <laughs> like, why didn't they use the same set? Well, at the very end of the film, at the very end, and I watch all the credits of of everything it says the the bank of spain is completely impenetrable any idea that you might get that there are plans out there to to break into this fucker are completely false i love how they put that in there too 
<laughs> because I'll tell you what, there are plot holes galore. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. This you know, one, I conveniently forgot that I watched it shortly after watching it. And you, you will. It. You absolutely will. This is, it is cheap, cheap entertainment. Like mm-hmm. it's on Netflix. So if you have Netflix and you're looking for a couple of hours of nothing to do, sure. At most, I would make this background noise. If yeah, yeah, you yeah. Feel you need some background noise. Yeah, and you like you said before with the other one, you can smell what's coming. I mean, if you watch enough heist movies, you can smell double crosses. You can smell the the intrigue, the sexual tension, blah diddy, blah diddy, blah. And also, Famke Jansen is in it. Or oh. Famke Jensen, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I she's almost her. kind of unrecognizable. Well, she's aging. <laughs> no, she's not. She will always be Jean Grey, <laughs> damn it. Anyway. No, uh, no. Sh- no. Anyway. She is from Star Trek Next Generation. Oh, I am that- for you, Ulrich of Ort. And yet. She becomes bonded to Captain Picard. Oh my God, are you a geek? No, I just remember that episode <laughs> yeah, too. Because it was on actually this summer and I remembered uh, watching it. I remember because one of the dresses she wore I thought was gorgeous. Well, she's a gorgeous woman. But now the, and yeah, the back costume then, she you know. had was gorgeous. And so that episode has stuck in my head is that's where she's from. Ah, okay. Well, to me, she will always be Jean Grey from the badass uh, X-Men movies. And just to tell you how horrible The the Vault is, I didn't even write it down as a movie I've seen in this Wow, it didn't even make ink in your book. It didn't even get written down in here. That's That's how forgettable it was. And let's put it this way, people. And I and I am going to spoil something for you. So jump ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to hear this spoiler in three, two, one. So at the very end of the movie, they set up an obvious sequel because you find out that what they're looking for in this bank is actually a clue to get to the real treasure, which is bullshit, but whatever. And, you know, it, it's, it is just, it is a mediocre action picture and yeah you could do worse but you could certainly do better mm-hmm. you know i would give it a solid two stars and i say solid because you know there have been worse wastes of my time that's but, true there have but, been worse eh. mm. but anyway it's it's like meh 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 all right what else you got uh the next one i have is a uh, if you're still in the mood for scary, it's a cute little scary movie for kids, um, which adults will also enjoy it. It's not just like totally a kid's movie, but it's called Night Books and it's on Netflix and it has Kristen Ritter in there as the the evil witch that this young boy from Brooklyn, he he loves writing scary stories. And when something has gone wrong, which we learned what it is later in the movie. Uh, he swears he's never going to write another story again. And he freaks out and his parents get worried. He trashes his room. He grabs his collection of notebooks and he runs out the apartment while his parents are talking. He gets in the elevator to go down to the furnace to burn his books. 
but then something happens and he wakes up in this place this apartment of this witch named natasha and she threatens him with her magic and is like why should i why should i keep you alive and he's like well i you know what special skill do you have why should i keep you alive and he's like well i write stories and she's like hmm we'll see and she makes him read her scary stories one a day one a night and that's how he gets he's trapped there with one other person is there and then they're trying to find their way out it's based on a on a kid's book but it's really it's really a cute fun fun little oh. cute movie it's it's okay. worth a watch if you've got kids and you're you don't want to be bored out of your mind watching what your kids watch because that sounds boring it does sound a little boring but it's not they've they've made it very entertaining Okay. They have. And Kristen Ritter, you know, come on. Well, Kristen Ritter is is extremely talented and infinitely watchable. And she is so fun to watch as the witch in this. She is so fun to watch as the witch. Oh, she was so great in Jessica Jones, too. Oh, she was, yeah. But any hoozy. Yeah, so she's got the magical apartment that the door, the kids can't get out. The door opens to wherever she wants it to go. So she can come and go as she pleases and the kids are trapped. And yeah. It's 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 really it's fun. It's fun to watch. Well, okay. Yeah. Where is that? It's on Netflix. And okay. yeah, if you got kids, sit down and watch it with your kids. There's nothing I didn't think there's anything crazy scary in there that would, you know, traumatize your child to watch. Uh there is one scene with some bugs that maybe they might the younger ones might have an issue with. But I'd say if they're ten and older, they should be okay with this. Well, what was what was the most traumatic thing you saw as a kid? Okay, so when I was a kid, my parents watched the old Frankenstein movie. Oh yeah, and I was crying because Frankenstein wasn't bad. These people were just mean to him and that made him get mean oh and so i cried because they killed the monster and everybody thought okay she's messed up that was crying because they killed the scary monster in the in the movie that's empathetic of you (laughs) that's really nice and so i i've i've really kind of liked scary movies but uh gosh the exorcist freaked me the fuck out as a kid Rosemary's baby freaked me the fuck out as a kid. Yeah. How old Um, were you when you saw The Exorcist? The first time, uh, where was I in? You're already there. It it had to have been close to junior high. But you were still, well, junior high. So you're like 12? Uh, Yeah, like 11, 12, 13-ish. Yeah. Depending on where my birthday <laughs> fell um prior to that uh rosemary ba- rosemary's baby i saw before i was in double digits uh the omen i'm pretty sure oh, i feel yeah. i saw that before i was in double digits and that freaked me out invasion of the body snatchers freaked me out and that i know i was maybe fifth grade no i know it was fifth grade because the next day after seeing that movie over the weekend, 
a new kid showed up in school who looked just like the guy from the movie. <laughs> so then I was freaked out. Totally freaked out. Like, ah! yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I used to get, I used to love horror movies when I was a kid, but I used to get scared by them. And I actually had to walk out of The Exorcist because that shit was just too fucking scary. So you saw it at the theater. I did. There, oh. my the Hyde Park Theater was was running The Exorcist for some, and this was before I knew that they probably rented the print and you know just wanted to do something scary for a week or two or whatever. And my mom took me to go see The Exorcist, and I wow. was, I was <laughs> like, "Fuck wow. this shit!" <laughs> if I knew how to emphasize, "Fuck this shit." Um, I would have to my mother. Wow. wow. <laughs> um, but I wonder now if, because you said, you know, some really young kids might get freaked out. If you want, if you compare The Exorcist, which is still really fucking scary, um, to movies nowadays, just given the effects, and the effects are way better. Mm hmm. I'm wondering now if kids are more freaked out now because it looks more realistic or if they're less freaked out because they're more desensitized. I I wouldn't know. I know um, I had given my sister to let the kids watch a few of my Disney uh, cartoons on DVDs. Mm. And I my favorite is The Rescuers. Yeah. And... We we both sat down and we thought, ah, oh, it's a cartoon for kids. Pshaw. The kids will be fine. The two alligators in The Rescuers, Nero and Brutus, scared the little guy way the fuck out. Really? He was terrified by them. Although, did they did they ever see Finding Nemo? Oh, I'm sure they've seen Finding. I'm sure they have, but I don't know. I'm the shark they have. in Finding Nemo. It was pretty creepy, scary. Yeah, that was a big ass fucking scary shark, and I think his mm -hmm. name was Bruce, which is kind of funny. Yeah, his but, name is Bruce. <laughs> but but oh my god, and fast as fuck too. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. It, so well, and, cool and Nero and Brutus are pretty comical, and as far yeah. as I remember as a kid, and you know. Yeah. So, I, but it's it's depends on how they're raised and what they've been watching. See, I'm going to throw that out there say, as yeah. a little quickie poll. So, everybody out there listening, get on your get on your little phone devices and hit us up on social media at the Watchlist Pod. Let us know. Do you think kids now are more desensitized and can handle more, or do you think they get freaked out more because it looks more real? Let us know. I'm I'm very interested in that. So uh, the next thing I have is nowhere near scary. Okay. But it 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 kind of turns something very political on its ear. And Ooh. this is an animated show on Netflix called Inside Job. It de it just debuted as we record this uh it is Friday, October the 29th. It debuted exactly a week ago. And it is an animated show where, you know, people, politically speaking, think that the government now is a deep state where aliens are running everything and, and satellites are doing this and blah, 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 and you fucking people are assholes. But 
this cartoon takes that as real and makes a joke out of it. Like they really are running the the country in this laboratory (laughs) and that conspiracies aren't theories. They're actually fact. Like the president is a robot. Aliens are actually in the military, you know, just shit like that. Birds are robots. Just everything. And, (laughs) and it stars the voice talents of Lizzie Kaplan, Christian Slater and more. Nice. And okay. You know what? And I got to say, it's one of those shows that I. It's it's slightly more than background. And is it as hilarious as, say, a Paradise PD to me, which I think is fucking hysterical? Um, No, but it definitely amuses me because it takes all of these stupid conspiracy theories and makes fun of them. And at the same time. It within the body of the show takes them seriously to move the plot along. I think it's a very intelligently written show and it's animated and it's fun and it is in no way, shape or form ever meant for a child's ears or eyes. Um, so if you're looking for something interesting to watch, it's called Inside Job. If you're into animation that's R-rated and fun and blah, check it out. <laughs> All right. All right. My my last American movie is Free Guy, which we haven't uh, yeah. talked about Free Guy. I can't on the believe show we yet. haven't talked about Free Guy. You know what? So, I'm glad you brought that up because we watched yeah. that not too long ago. So we All right, talk about it. Yeah. So Free Guy is the Ryan Reynolds movie. It also has Jodie Comer, who was on Killing Eve, and it also stars Taika Waititi from his fame of all the things he's in and has done and made. And this is about a guy named Guy. Oh, go figure. He is an NPC in a MMO game, which let me translate that for our non-nerds. NPC is a non-player character in an MMO, massively multiplayer online game called Free City. It's an uh, open yeah. world video game that everybody's playing and he's just a character hanging out, doing his thing, la la la, while people come by and rob the bank that he works at. And la la la, I'm just a good guy hanging out. And he does the same thing every day because he's an NPC and that's what they do. Well, one day he sees a, a person who is a player in the game and she's running by and he's like, what? You know, the lights of heaven shine down on him and he goes chasing after her um, and they meet up and things happen. Which makes his character do something his character is not supposed to do. Yeah. He's and for never those of been you... programmed to do this kind of thing and he just starts doing things. Right. An NPC is a non-playable character. Yeah, it's just a character in the game that's just the side guy. Nobody else, nobody can run this guy. Nobody can yeah. tell him what to do or, you know, be that guy. Right. And within the and then within the scope of the game, they can do, they can live, they can die. It's all just, you know, they're they're nothing characters. Well, anyway, this character becomes almost sentient. Mm-hmm. And and Laura and I both watched this, and she loved it. She absolutely was ecstatic. I her. absolutely love this movie too. It's fantastic. I thought it was okay. I mm. thought it was I thought it was good. Oh. 
but I didn't flip over it. And I don't know why. And I and I and I wonder is this just me being an old crotchety fuck and I and I want to go back to being 12 and love shit like this? And meaning have I seen too much of this and and Ready Player 1 and all that other sort of crap? Or am I being too hard on it? But anyway, I liked it, but I don't feel a pressing need to ever watch it again. Even though Ryan Reynolds is a god and you know, he's infinitely watchable. He was so funny in this movie. He was really good in this movie. Um, hmm. Would I watch it again? Sure. If somebody said, hey, I haven't seen it. I'm like, hey, you want to watch it? Let's watch it. Because I liked it enough that, sure, I'd sit through it again and see if there's stuff I may have missed from the first watching, maybe. Mm. Have you ever played any MMO games? You know what? Honestly, I haven't. And okay. but neither has Laura either. She is never hmm. okay. she is not a gamer. So I think both oh, of you so love it. So she's not a gamer at all either. Okay. She's not a gamer at all. So oh. you both like it equally, but while you have played games and do that, she is not. So I I I, I it's not that I didn't like it. Right, I would yeah, give it yeah. I would give it like two and three quarters stars, possibly oh. even three. Okay. Out of five? Out of four. Oh, out of four stars total. Okay. Out of four. Okay. Well, that's good. Okay. That's not bad then. All no, right. it's not bad at all. I, 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 no, I, I, I put that in the realm of, of way above shit like the vault, you know? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. This is the best <laughs> of all the ones that I've seen. Oh, honestly. by far. By far. By far. Well, all the ones for this, this week anyway. Yeah. This is my favorite of this week. And, you know, Jodie Comer is fabulous in this role. She's really great in most of the things I've seen her in. Actually. I l- I want to see her when it becomes available for streaming because I don't want to pay money for this. I want to see that yeah. movie with her and Matt Damon. Yeah, and, I do and too. Ben Affleck. The period piece of whatever that's about. <laughs> and I hope it's not a period piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> oh God, I hope not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> but I do want to see that because it's it's very interesting. And if you watch the um. If you, if you watch the trailer, it says Academy Award winner, Matt Damon, Academy Award winner, Ben Affleck, Academy Award nominee, Adam Driver, and Jodie Comer. No, yeah, yeah. I don't uh, think she's been nominated for anything. Not even an she Emmy? T- I, I, that's what I'm wondering. I don't, has she been nominated I for an Emmy for Killing Eve? I think she's been nominated for an Emmy Eve? for Killing Eve, yeah, I think. But they don't mention that? In a movie world, probably not. Mm, yeah, probably not. Uh, you know, they probably don't cross the streams like that. Yeah. But any who's that, yeah. that I do want to see, because I think Jodie Comer is... She's, I love her. I love her to pieces. And thanks her lucky stars every day for a show like Killing Eve, because mm-hmm. now she is doing awesome All work. kinds of stuff, yeah. All kinds of stuff. And it's nice to see her in something light and fluffy. Yeah, and Taika Waititi, it, it, oh my God, his character in this movie. I love him. I love him to pieces. He's the owner of the video game company that released uh, Free City. And he is <laughs> hysterical. <laughs> he plays a really good, just total ass. Yes, he, he <laughs> plays a good jerk. Yeah, yeah. Although I do have to say, have you been keeping up with what we do in the shadows? Mm-mm. Oh my no, god! I, I haven't. I haven't watched the series. I don't think at all. I only saw the movie. 
So in the and show, I know I should watch the show. I know I should, but I got all this other stuff I'm looking at. the The show actually killed off a major character. Really? Wow! It killed off one of the vampires. Wow! I'm not going to say who, but you know it's a vampire. So mm-hmm. if you don't see the person die, they are not dead. Oh no! This oh. person is dead. Mm. You see stuff. Oh. And I Do thought they turn to dust like in Buffy or is it different? No. <laughs> One of the other vampires accidentally puts their hand through their face because oh. the body oh. became decrepit. Oh. Okay, it's that and, kind of a And like I was that. like, "Wow." So what I like about Taika Waititi is that I think first of all I think he's a brilliant writer. He is a very talented director. Jojo Rabbit is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. But at least he's not afraid to do something that bold. Oh yeah. With yeah. a major character. So in Free Guy, I just thought he was a typical you know, the typical comical asshole boss. Yeah, yeah. And I, don't and know. I like that. I, maybe I should watch this again. Bad guy. Yeah. All right, everybody. What did you think of Free Guy? Have you seen Free Guy? You should rent Free Guy. You totally should rent it. It's totally worth it. It's totally worth a rental. I absolutely agree with that. Rent Free Guy. You won't go wrong. Um, but let us know if you do, again, at the Watchlist Pod. Am I missing something? Did, did I miss the boat on this? Am I an NPC and I just don't know what the fuck I'm talking about? So what was the fourth thing you watched? What was the international show? So the yeah. international show. It's a movie from China. It's called The Rescue. Hmm. And it's free with your Amazon Prime subscription. Uh, apparently, I did not know this. It is the third movie in a series by this director it doesn't matter because this is it's a standalone movie you could totally watch it without knowing anything else because really if you decide you really want to watch this movie that is (laughs) (laughs) it is dubbed into english for those of you who need that uh oh my gosh and it's not to be confused with the documentary of the same name called the rescue because these are not the same not at all. Mm-hmm. So this movie follows it's this Chinese rescue and salvage team. They're kind of like the Coast Guard. And it's uh, very much an episode of like 911 or Chicago Fire or any of that ilk. Action packed with this really weak, weak ass story of the lives and loves of the people in this rescue team Mm. and there's cool special effects like the movie opens on this oil rig and this rescue team is on a helicopter flying into the flaming smoking explosions of the oil rig and the whole thing slides and they're like ah falling off and help me and the helicopter comes in and all that kind of shit and of course they drop the rope and the guy grabs the bottom end of the rope and then they fly with him hanging from the rope across wherever they're going it's really really goofy and stupid honestly and hey if if you like watching that kind of 
mockable dumb shit, you'll like the rescue <laughs> from China. <Okay. laughs> <laughs> Free with your Amazon Prime subscription. Seriously. Oh, uh, I don't know why I watched the entire thing because, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I actually kept going. I think, I don't, oh, I don't know if Dwight, Dwight, we were paging through shit because we've reached the end of the internet, really. And this came up and we watched the trailer and I'm like, put this on. Let's watch this. And oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. But really, it's these beautiful people who are part of this, you know, rescue team. And it is it is an episode of like 911 or Emergency or Chicago Fire, any of those shows. Just bigger budget special effects. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this was. I think I texted you about how, how awesome this was and that you should watch it. <laughs> when I was watching it a while back. How long ago did you watch it? A few weeks ago. Ah, okay. A few weeks ago. It's a while I am, back. I and I fully cop to and and I and I am with texts the same way I am with with email. I save everything. Mm -hmm. So I am quite sure if I scrolled back a few weeks yeah, if in you your text message that. string, <laughs> I would find yeah. oh shit. Yeah. She told me to watch this train to Busan. Yeah. Right. All right. <laughs> yeah. No, I, you laughed when I when I texted you. We were laughing because it's so bad. And uh, I was going to talk about it on that next episode, but then we did something else. Well, we always do something and it's awesome. Yeah. You hear that potential sponsors? It's awesome. Like Coldies or <laughs> Zycam or. <laughs> I'm just going to troll until we get a fucking sponsor. Mm -hmm. Now, sponsors, what we can tell you is that we have a solid, solid subscription base. The 20 or so people who actually do log on to this show, mm -hmm. loyal, loyal, loyal. So if you want extremely <laughs> targeted marketing, and I'm talking extremely targeted marketing, mm -hmm. <laughs> a watch list with Patty and Bill is your shit. Anyway. Yeah. Fuck anyway. you, Joe Rogan. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, time for the news. News! Thanks, as always, to David. Hi, oh, David. David. So, okay, first of all, um, before I jump into the stuff that David sent, you sent me the most adorable shit from Sir Patrick Stewart's Instagram. Oh my God. Is him oh. hugging his foster rescue dogs. Yeah, he he rescues pit bulls, him and his his lady, his wife. Oh. And oh, he shared a post uh today, Friday, the 29th of October, with with photo with little videos of every single one of his rescue dogs. And I and I'll tell you what, seeing a dog lick patrick stewart's face <laughs> oh my gosh and then seeing him take a just, nap with a dog and just oh. and the, but the last one just really gets to me and and so he's sitting there probably watching tv or something and this one pit bull just has his head all nuzzled up in oh, his in yeah. his arm and you could see 
and I and I mean no disrespect by, by this at all, but just Patrick Stewart's aged hand just yeah. gently stroking this dog, and it's beautiful. It's out, yeah. and you and you said this is why you love Patrick Stewart. No, and I said this is the reason the internet internet exists. exists. Yes, That's and what it I is. Said. <laughs> so if you want a warm fuzzy, check out Sir Pat Stew on Instagram. Anyway, so Patty, you sent out the the release date for The Witcher season two. I did. I saw that on the tweeties that uh, December seventeenth, season two of The Witcher on the Netflix. Ooh yeah. And then David sent out that uh, he sent from the Hollywood Reporter that not only Dune is getting a what is it a December 2023 release date for part 2 but part 2 hasn't even started production yet and uh the director already has an idea for part 3 well you knew he had a, an idea for part 2 so i'm not shocked that he has an idea for part 3 seeing as how it's going to take at least 3 to tell the whole book of dune story. yeah well but or at least you know the dune story since there's a lot of it. And I'm sorry, October 2023. October and I'll 2023. probably push back anyway. <laughs> but um, I, I just wonder if if they are trying to and and through a lucky happenstance of not doing part two right away, mm-hmm. that they created a new Lord of the Ringy kind of thing. Like maybe finally Dune will be the big ass thing they've always wanted it to be. If know. they can keep the momentum and the the buzz going through the next year and a half ish, yeah, or more, really, I don't know. At this point, um, maybe, but I I really wonder by twenty twenty three, October, will people care about Dune? So third question of the day, people, hit us up on the watch list pod. <laughs> Are you okay with, in this day and age, waiting two years legitimately for the next installment of something, anything? It doesn't have to be Dune or sci-fi. Would you be okay with doing that? Let us know. I'd be, I'd be very interested. Or has the paradigm shifted so much that we should just let the old ways go and we get what we get? To get yeah. that constant stream of of content. Any other newsy stuff? Uh, let me let me let me check this little video box. Oh yeah, I forgot about this one. Sopranos creator David Chase is in talks about a potential prequel series for HBO Max. Well, mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. And you know, just because of he said we're we're talking to David about a new series, Sopranos related. Um, blah de blah Warner Media said and his team was thrilled by the impact of the Sopranos prequel, The Many Saints of New York. Mm. Well, okay. Mm. Good luck with that. Mm. Eh. Mm. Oh, yeah. And Brendan Fraser has been cast as uh, Firefly in the Batgirl movie, which is cool. Cool. There's a Batgirl movie? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. I'm just excited to see Brendan Fraser do stuff. Yeah, that that, that was exciting, but uh, yeah. And Eternals, though. Yeah. Oh no, 
it's not getting the best reviews mm. on the uh, rotting tomato branches there. When is that? When is that already released? Nope, next week um. or or this week, depending on when you listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I do have to say the biggest news there is is that David has started his own podcast. That's right. He has a pod he has a podcast called The Deep Dive Review Show with Dave and you can get it on Spotify and Amazon and it's live on Apple Podcasts. So We listened to his first show. It's about 12 minutes long. You know what? Love you, David. Congratulations. Give yeah. it a listen if you really want to listen to a deep dive of some of the stuff that we talk about, some of the stuff that he finds, but it's an awesome show. Give him give him a shout. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all I got this week. I got nothing else. All right. All right, people. Time to get to work. Engage mm-hmm. with us. We had we had lots of questions for you this week. Yes. And I'm sick, so I need something to do anyway. Yeah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Now that it's after Halloween, oh, you know what that means. Holiday movies. (laughs) Hallmark movies. I swear to God, they rot my brain. (laughs) Katie Sackoff is in a holiday, in a Hallmark movie. (laughs) The Christmas Sail, Christmas Ship, something like that. I I thought you were going to say the Christmas Cylon. (laughs) <laughs> no, <laughs> that would have been a good one though. It was wah, wah, written wah, wah, by wah. her new Merry husband. Merry Christmas! She's just got yeah, married. This, yeah, she just got married, and this movie was written by her new husband. Oh, how cute! And it actually premiered on Halloween hmm. on the Hallmark Channel. Well, they they have a slate of like a hundred and thirty-two of these oh fucking God. things. Yeah, it, I, I mean. Know. They're already airing Chris the Yeah, they're already Christmas airing them. They started like, last week. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, they so, need all that time to get through all of them. So on our next episode, I will definitely review my girl Katie's Hallmark movie. Oh my god. I got I got to give it a I got to give it a check out. You know, it's Hallmark channel, I'll record it. I'll I mean, really, it's fluff. I'm certain it's fluff, and I can sit through some fluff. Really, I'm telling you, I would love to see a Hallmark movie in space. You give me that, that I'm on board. That would be great, wouldn't it? Epic space battle romance. Oh, it's called Star Wars, and it already exists? Great, thanks. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, folks, because we don't want to bore you with more shit about Hallmark. <laughs> So thank you very much for listening to us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. Catch up on all of our back episodes on thewatchlistpod.com. And make sure you hit us up on social media, at symbol thewatchlistpod, at symbol pirate alice, at symbol bill ivory larson. All right, I'm, we're going to go talk boring romance shit about Hallmark. And uh, you guys have yourselves a great week. Hope you survived Halloween. And we will catch you soon. Okay, okay bye. bye.